Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a new line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just a straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure that your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay and St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats. Whalen Bay Marine, give them a call at 904-217-3778. Welcome to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Good evening. Welcome to the Bo Southwest School Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Faber. And no, Captain Scott Shank is a little under the weather, but he is going to call in and, uh, you know, give us give us a little update about what he's done this week fishing-wise. So it's me and Captain Ricky Papour. What's up, brother? Hey, man. Everything good? Everything's great. Yeah. yeah Glad to be I, here. Yeah, exactly. It's... um. Man, I know that. I know one thing. We have we have had probably better weather this fall for fishing than we did in the spring and early summer. We, yeah, we have had some spectacular days. I mean, weather you know just just nice and cool, very low breeze. You know, I mean, talking to these guys because I haven't fished much. I mean, everybody knows me. I mean, I'm I, I spend a lot of time in the woods this time of year, but. I mean, obviously, I talk to you guys all the time, and, and all the guys at Jacksonville, and I'm ready to go back and get get in the boat, man. I mean, it's the the reports have been fantastic. Yeah, you know, the inshore stuff for me wasn't wasn't that great. I just fished all the rough days. Yeah, <laughs> seemed seemed that way. Right. Um, and then offshore was rough up until this week, but this week the weather's been really nice, and and, and lots of boats being able to get out, calm semi-calm ocean it's not been as calm as what's what's called for but right but plenty fishable fishable for bigger boats but bigger boats not bay boats yeah 30 footers probably right 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 okay all right i i i get you and i mean that's typical for this time of year you've got to find those you know what we call windows you know between fronts and stuff like that um i mean i had uh, a friend of mine text me today and he and he's like loot if you weren't going to be in the woods uh, would you take your boat offshore this weekend? And I looked at the forecast, and we'll we'll you know we'll look at, look at it even more extensively. I was like, wow! I mean, yeah. southwest at five, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, any any cobia? It's been slow. It's spotty. I caught six on Friday, Saturday of last week. Okay, and Sunday I didn't find one, and I went. I, 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 I covered some ground, burnt some fuel. Okay, so the six that you caught, how many of them were legal? Uh, well, we probably caught nine. Okay. Uh, three legal three, ones. Three, 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 three legal ones. I mean, good legals or 
Uh, yeah. Okay. All three of them. Okay. Like, yeah. like 25, 30 pounders. Yeah. yeah. yeah solid 20, fish. 25. That, okay. All right. Then, All three about. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah. The, the, when they swim by, you're like, that's a keeper. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. And one, one of them was, we let, we, we, I say we let him go, but we unintentionally let him go. Oh, okay. I got you. But, no, but, no, no. I understand that. Yeah. I've, we, I've we, unintentionally let a lot of fish go. Yeah. We, that, <laughs> we had one 50 pounder that was, I mean, it was a real Ooh. deal. Yeah. Yeah. Came up to the boat and panic mode set in and, and, and next thing you know, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Sharks. Uh, so were you jigging? Yes. All, okay. j- all jigging. All jigging. Yep. 120 foot? Yep. No, 100 foot. 100 foot. Okay. Yep. But but like I say, thinking I was going back to the same thing, uh, you know, the, the regular spots, Taylor, yep. Reggie's, yep. All, all those places. Um, thinking that I was going right back to that Sunday, nothing. Just, Unbelievable. And I I ran that hundred foot of water line all the way to the north to you know like a thirty seventeen line. Right. No 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 fish. <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, it's just I don't know. We'll we'll never be able to. Explain why that happens, you know. Um, but but the thing is, is that you know if you hit those particular wrecks that that have a school of fish on it, all you got to do is catch one. Yep. You know, and then and then you know the, the the rest are coming with them. And and but if they're not on that particular wreck, um, or if they're not feeding, uh, so curious for for springtime cobia fishing, which I do a lot of, and you know, and I'm not talking about beach fishing. You know, because beach fishing is still. But yeah. even for cobia bites when we're slow trolling or when we're bottom fishing for, because I, I do a lot of flounder fishing and I catch a lot of cobia while I'm flounder fishing, it's always after the sun gets up good. It's never, you know, that, that, that first light. It's, 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 it's always at 1030, 11 o'clock, you know, and, and, and I always tell people, okay, now it's, you know, now it's cobia time. Do you find the same thing at this time of year? Because I haven't done much of it. Now, I mean, m- most of what I've done this time of year jigging has been with Jeff Stam. You know, I mean, I I, I haven't I, – I don't run charters offshore very much this time of year, you know, and, and to go out there and, and, and to jig like that. Uh, I, is it is it the same way or – Honestly, I've never paid attention to that. I'm going to now. Okay, yeah. I, I haven't. Um uh... I would say yes because I I can't recall catching fish early ever really like real early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, generally speaking you don't catch cobia yeah. early. Usually it's like I said 10:30 11 o'clock when things kind of, you know, um warm up, I guess you would say. You know, sun gets up good and maybe that, you know, because obviously this time of year um you're you're going to get there and the water temperature is going to be 61, 62, maybe 63. And and by the time eleven o'clock comes, it's at sixty five, you yeah. know, which is kind of the the that magic temperature that you're getting to, you know, and it and it, and it changes that bite. Um, I, I mean, I've seen that for years with cobia. Uh, You'll fish sixty five degree water for cobia. I will. Okay. I will. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, now yeah. springtime. Springtime is sixty nine to seventy two. Yeah. Is is about the the the, the magic, but. During um, the the winter time, if I if it, and again fishing with Jeff and and, I, and I've done it a few times on, on other boats and by myself, you know that sixty five, yeah, I mean you know January February that's about what you're going to get is sixty five degrees. Yeah, 
I, I ran to, I, I had some 65 degree water. I checked Floyd's Folly. I checked a lot of that stuff that was closer. Yeah. And the wind was out of the north, so it was terrible having to go north. But off, yeah, just where I felt the fish were, so I kept going north. But, right. But uh, I I was trying to get out of that 65. I was looking for 67, 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's 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 typically worked better for me. Uh, but Guy Spear, Captain Guy, caught he caught one, and I don't. He told me where he was, you know, and I didn't go right there, but but the water had to be close to 65 there. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's no question this time of year is a little different than yeah. springtime. But that's why I asked because, there, look, you know, water temperature can, and, you know, obviously we're talking sea surface temperature. Yeah. You know, so whenever it starts warming up during the day, those fish are going to rise. Yeah. Those fish are, you know, they're, 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 they're going to come off that bottom and try to get up there in that, that, that water warmer you know, column you know what i mean and the cobia so, are spread all out this time of year because I mean, yeah there's several fish caught at the several cobia caught at the ledge mm-hmm. this week sure. that doesn't surprise me yeah yeah so well, that's good i mean i i can't wait to talk to uh captain leon and and uh obviously scott captain chip see what they're they're inshore fishing because i mean all of the pictures and everything that those guys have been sending have been really good yeah yeah but and also Real quick, yesterday you fished, so you've been kind of between charters mating on the legend? Yep, yep. And you showed me a picture of a mutton. 19 pounds. That's amazing. Yep. That's a, that's a big fish. Yeah. It, so that's my first mutton. Okay. That's the first legal that I could keep bring mutton. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was good. Did, did it taste good? Uh, I didn't keep any of the fish. <laughs> You mean the guys that chartered you, or that, that, that they didn't chartered even? Jimmy. Yeah, chartered Jimmy. They 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 didn't even give you a, just they, a, a fillet. They did. They gave me a little fillet, and and it was a mutton, but I I, I didn't eat it. Not yet. Not <laughs> yet. About that big. Yeah, but it definitely wasn't the one. Right. That, so, how many other fish did you have in the box besides that one? Oh man, uh, we caught fourteen muttons. Oh my. One tuna. One cobia. One mahi, and the biggest beeliners I've ever seen in my life. No kidding. We weighed one at six pounds. What? A six-pound beeliner is huge. It looked like— I honestly didn't know they got that big. This is a—there's pictures of it on the Internet. It's, they're huge. That We caught three or four of them that size, or close to that size, five pounds probably. Unreal. Yeah. Giant. Uh, those are giants. They're so good to eat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but man, a six-pounder. Wow. 641 641-1010. Give us a call right here on the Moe's Southwest Grove Fishing Forecast on 1010XL. Be right back. The Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast brought to you by Ring Power and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Ricky Purpore. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Go talk to Captain Leon Day and a bunch of captains around here. Leon, hey, good evening, Kevin. Good evening, hey, Ricky. Hey, thank, What's thank, up? Thanks Hollywood. again for joining us for for the outdoor <laughs> show on Saturday morning. I appreciate that. Uh, it's my pleasure, always. Yeah, it was that was that was fun stuff. I'm I'm sorry you had to put up with me, but that's good. Hey, I, I'd do it again anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. So, what's up, Leon? Uh, sounds like that. Um, 
I mean, as long as it, 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 it's just typical for this time of year, when you get the right weather, it, the fishing should be good, and it, and it has been that way. It, it most certainly has, Kevin, Ricky. Uh, the valley has, for lack of a better term, just been on fire. Water temperature this past week has been between 59 and 60 degrees this week. Um, today it did get as high as 61, and I have noticed that the bite is slow in the morning. Um, when it's 59 degrees, they yep. are they're really sluggish, and I'm fishing almost a dead stick method uh, yep. where I know these fish are at. They're they're you know there's two speeds slow and stop and I'm fishing the stop method and it seems midday once that sun gets up and things start to warm up and it, that water temperature reaches 60 then I'll allow my clients to do the twitch twitch pause but until then when I'm fishing sh- uh, shrimp or I'm using uh, the fingerling mullet that are still being caught in giant numbers in the valley <laughs> um, I'm dead sticking it and um, they'll they'll hit it they'll hit it hard enough that you know it. But I mean, it's not like a midday, uh, mid uh, summertime bite from a redfish that just absolutely annihilates the bait. But um, yes, sir, uh, finger mullet are in amazing numbers still in the valley. They're not on the surface; they're on the bottom. The right. great thing is the water clarity is crystal clear. You can move through the mud flats or uh, the banks real slow on your trolling motor, just looking, and you'll see them on the bottom in packs. And I mean. 20, 30, 40 to a school, just doing little daisy chains, just doing yeah, in circles, and you just that's, that's you throw always that net. The, the best thing about this time of year, Leon, when you find yeah, mullet, they ain't moving. No. <laughs> they're just they're just kind of there, you know. That's right. And they're just they're the size of my middle finger. They're just yeah. perfect in size. And, and uh, the, the redfish back and, up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, flounder has opened back up. I can't wait to get back after those guys. Um, be honest with you, Ricky, I, trout and redfish is all I've been going after, really. Um, I haven't even tried to get it back after the black drum. It's just, it's been that good of a bite in the valley. Extremely happy. Um, you know, I can pick spots where we all know redfish like this. Uh, they tend to, uh, hang out at the same size. So I, you know, you know, if I got some younger kids, I'll go, hey, let's go hit a rat hole. And we'll have some fun with that. And then we'll move on, you know, after five or ten minutes. And they go, all right, let's 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 try and get something bigger. And uh, <laughs> once you find them slots, the upper slots, then we'll pick a few off there and then we'll move again. But um, and yeah, it, with it, current, count, it has to be moving current for the trout. There's no doubt about that. I have count, to have count, moving count me in the kid category for the rat hole. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that, for sure. Yeah, we so, need to talk about that. We, yeah, you, me, and your lovely wife, we, uh, let's talk about that next week, for sure. We will. We will. All right, so let me ask both of you guys this. Uh, Founder's been closed for 45 days. And, 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 and look, I, I know we're not going flounder fishing, but we all catch flounder when we're red fishing, trout fishing, drum fishing. We always catch flounder. So, Leon, um, did you did you release a lot of fish from the second week of October un- until the end of November? I released a few. The first of all, the valley is not known for its quality flounder. I mean, right. if you catch a three pound flounder in the valley, you've done something. It's a nice. No, I, and I'm not talking about size wise. I'm just talking about overall. Did you catch a lot of flounder that you had to release? Nope, I sure didn't. Uh, Ricky, no, Five, I did not. Maybe, yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it's just you know, if you guys remember right, 
years ago, they closed trout fishing in February, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. the strangest thing I could ever remember. I'm like, why would you close? I mean, if you're really going to protect the sows, the big, you know, mama trout, that's that's the end of March and April thing. And, you know, that's when that's when you catch your your your, your really big trout top quarter. True giants. True giants, exactly. So I'm like, okay, kind of the February closure is like, that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? It didn't affect anybody because, really, nobody fishes much for trout. In fe- well, not very many people fish in February anyway. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it, you, you, you it's might. Cold. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah, and, and, and now, uh, you know, so listening, listening to the data, Leon, that they mm-hmm. were giving us, they were talking about that, you know, these big females are at the inlets and stuff like that. And, and I'm sure that the guys that, that flounder fish a whole lot more than me may, you know, agree with them. But, I, I I mean, just talking to a lot of people, and, again, people didn't go flounder fishing because it was closed, but you always have those, you know, I, I just didn't hear of that many flounder being caught this year in November, you know. I didn't hear anybody call me and go, oh, my God, you know, I had to throw this back and that back and that back. It's just kind of. Ho hum. I agree. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, just like that. Uh, eventually, we figured it out that it did. It made no damn difference of closing trout season in February. Yeah, it just right. didn't. You know, and I don't know that it's going to make a, 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 a giant difference of closing, which none of us wanted it to be closed. You know, I mean, we're, we were good with the. The, the bag limit and the size limit, but, you know, we, no, nobody wanted to be close. And, and I think that they'll, they'll figure out that, you know what, uh, so you released five? Yeah, maybe maybe ten counting all sizes. Yeah, but. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. it's not, we're not, and, and, you know, we're talking about guys that fish all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, right. okay. just, 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 just curious. You know, I, honestly, all, Gavin, I can think of last month, I can only think of three flounder that I released where I went, gosh, darn it. Hey, <laughs> right, 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 right. Just right. three, you know. It, and I don't know. Ones. I don't know about you guys because you know I fished all the way till the end of October, and 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 I did catch some flounder. That was the weirdest feeling. Throwing a fifteen-inch flounder back, you you know what I mean? It just it was like, you know, I, it, I, for us we become numb to snapper. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's a snapper. We gotta throw it back. Oh, uh, you know. You know what I mean? It's it's like yep. whatever we've done this for years now, but I the first flounder that I had to throw back and explain that to my clients they're they're like, what I'm like yeah, yeah what yeah, yeah, do what yeah and yeah. I'm you know taking it off the hook and and throwing it back and they're like, dude we fished for you you know for for Ever. years yeah forever I mean uh and, and you know and, and to try to explain that. Well, flounder's closed for forty-five days now. You know. Yeah, and and if the customer doesn't ask any questions about it, I still feel in an odd spot explaining it. Oh, absolutely, you do. It's just like, uh, I, you know, and 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 here's the thing, because Leon, I mean, you know, you're in your mind, you're like, all right, I got to throw this back, and you unhook it, and you just throw it back before you explain to the client, you know, and they're like, what, what, what are you doing? You know, and I'm like, oh, I forgot to tell you, Flounder's closed. They're like, what do you mean Flounder's closed? Yeah. So, uh, exactly. Of, I, I, I still feel weird about it, too. Yeah. Kevin, one of the good Flounders I had to release was your blessed Doug and Travis. Oh, boy. And 
I pulled that thing over in the, in the net and I went, damn, that's a nice one. And I look up at Doug and Doug's already just shaking his head. And we <laughs> threw it back and Travis is like, wait, what, 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 <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Travis didn't know they had to go back. Yep. Uh, yep. 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 Um, anyway, yep, anyway, it's, it's all good. So, Leon, most of your trips, Palm Valley South, have you, is, is the trout fishing um, around the docks to the north any good, or have you, is, has most of it been Pine Island? I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't, as much as I love fishing north, throwing hard plastics and soft baits north, I haven't gone north yet. I'm having, I'm fishing deep creeks, bends, anything with current. And I'm throwing soft plastic, and I'm having fantastic success with the trout. Uh, everything south, Pine Island and south. But not in the main intercoastal waterways. You're getting back. I am in the main intercoastal waterways hitting Deep okay. Creek, Stokes, Capo. Yeah, he's got to with the, with, the, with the bay boat now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. With a 23-foot boat. I'm not, I'm not playing in anything crazy shallow anymore. You know, I'm. If, it, if there's a creek mouth that's feeding out into the ICW, I'll pull up there, spot lock, and start throwing plastics. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it just works great. I love throwing a paddle tail, you know, a dark body with a chartreuse tail. And, um, you know, just let it sink down, give it a couple twitches, pick up that slack again, give it a couple twitches again. And they always seem to hit it on that, that shutter drop, you know. It, yeah. It's just the, the moment you stop, then they just hit it like a lightning bolt. Yeah. Leo, um... All of us, for live bait, we all view Scotty's jigs. I mean, he pours yeah. us. Uh, he 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 makes some of the great best jig heads. Whenever you're going to artificial, though, what what jig head are you using? Are you talking about a body style, as in uh, yeah. what hook method it is? No, um, I mean, are you, are you changing the jig head out? Because oh, because Scotty, Scotty's are more of a live bait jig head, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. You don't have a catch on it to keep to keep the plastic on there. So I'm just curious what what jig head you're using for for your plastics. I'm using usually a quarter ounce jig head. That's the heaviest I'll go because there's always seems okay. to be a little bit of wind. But I'll try to go as light as possible, as light as you know, um, just a little bit. What is it? A sixteenth underneath a quarter. And um, yep. whatever jig head I'm using, usually it's just a red-headed jig head. But I've got um, it, that jig head has to have that little hook on it that holds yes. that plastic on there because a, I, I guess a trout will grab asking. it and pull it off. Yeah, yeah, because because if you're if you're using you know Scott's um, live bait jigs, you you can't just throw a plastic on there and say, okay, guys, use this. You've got to you got to change that jig head out also because you know his it, it doesn't have that catch on it. Right, and it doesn't need to a live bait hook, live, live bait. Right. Oh, no, no, no. That's right. Yeah, with a live bait hook, I don't want it on there. That's right. Uh, you know those, right. those, those, you know, flat, short shank jig heads. Those quarter ounce jig heads that that he makes are are money, <laughs> money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Um, so you, Leon, it, I'll be looking at, at at the weather as in, you know the. Inland weather. It doesn't look like we're going to have any cold weather in anytime soon. So you think that the, the bite's going to continue to be good, even maybe get better in the valley? I think it's actually going to get better. Yeah, I, I see the, uh, the temperature uh, of the water to come up 
to 62, 63 degrees. And I honestly, uh, the previous week before we really got cold, in my opinion, of course, anything below 70 to me is cold. But, I mean, when that water temperature was between 62 and 64 degrees, that bite was absolutely insane. And today I noticed once that water temperature got above 60 to actually 61 degrees, that bite really got a lot better for me. Isn't that um, interesting? It was interesting at 59 the last couple of days. 59, they just really did not. I mean, it was an ex- unbelievably slow bite. And as soon as that sun got up high enough to warm up those creeks just a little bit more, and it hit 60 to 61, that bite was on like Donkey Kong. Yeah. So. And, Leon, you might have already answered this, but I, did you say you throw artificials like right off the get-go? I have no problem with the water temperature. If I pull up to a creek mouth with good current flow, I have no problem whatsoever. I'll I'll give two clients uh, uh, shrimp or a live mullet, and I will yeah. immediately pick up that third rod, and I will start throwing that plastic. And as soon as I start feeling them feeding on that plastic, I go, here, take this. And yeah. I'm like, start throwing this. Because, I mean, everybody loves throwing a plastic and catching them on artificial, especially <laughs> trout. And, oh, yeah. I mean, so clients early, will immediately go, clients will immediately the, go, hey, give me that bait and let me throw mm-hmm. it. So early in the morning when when the water, before the water's warming up, do you, you, you use the live baits or do you, you, will you start, you'll start throwing that artificial rod right off the bat? I will use a live bait. And the reason why I'm using that live bait is because the shrimp or the mullet on the jig head is, I'll throw it and I'm damn near dead sticking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at 59 degrees, those fish are just moving so slow yeah, yep. through the pattern. The, the red fish yeah. are moving through in packs, fours and fives. They're not going to chase anything. I mean, they're yeah. in slow motion. They will eat, but they're just, oh, there's a bait. Yeah, I guess I'll pick it up. They're <laughs> sure not going to chase it, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so Leon, we're going to let you go, but here, here's, here it is. The next 10 days, uh, mid to high 70s every day. Yes. That's uh, that's perfect. And that's and next week we're gonna have some nice morning tides. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The valley will be. You know, fire. usually this time of year I like those ten to 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 one o'clock low tides. That's that's what I prefer. I like to, to think that lets the sun get up and, and warm things up. But if you're only talking about lows in the in the mid sixties, it's gonna be it's gonna be on. Leon, thanks, buddy. Hey, talk to your wife. Give me a call. All right, brother. Yeah, I will absolutely. Captain right, Leon Dana guys. checking in on the most southwest field fishing forecast. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. We're gonna, when we come back, we got a special guest, Captain Scott Shank. No, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even think he can say that. But, but he's just going to give us a quick report of what, because he's had some phenomenal fishing days. And then obviously we'll have Captain Chip Wingo right behind him, right here on the most southwest field fishing forecast. Be right back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. And real quick, I just want to throw this out there. Um, Tom Coffin, Jay Fun, yesterday, uh, was I, I, I always listen, December 1st, um, and I always donate. Just But what the folks in Jacksonville surrounding counties all over for 
donating that much money yesterday and, 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 and putting it out this time of year was, was simply amazing. I listened to the majority of the day, and uh, I was um, I had chills all day, and, and, and I just want to, to throw that out there. I know that um, you know it, it, there's, there's so many people with so many stories, but I'll just tell, tell a quick quick story years ago. This is honestly, I, I don't even know that I was very familiar with the J Fund, but I had a father son, and this was, gosh, it, it, 10, 12 years ago. I don't, I don't even know. Um, but they got on the boat, and, 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 I, and I could tell that the, 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 the boy was not completely healthy, you know. And once they got on the boat, he said that he had been battling cancer. And, it, it, but, he's, but his attitude and everything, man, I mean, he was healing. He was getting better, but the father started telling me about Tom Coughlin and, and, and the J Fund, and, and he's like, and he was even like Kevin. He said, I didn't even know anything about this, but he said, as soon as my son was diagnosed, they came to me and they're like, what do you need? And, and he said, they probably saved my son's life. I still get chills talking about this story. And ever since then, I mean, I've, I've been locked in on, on the J Fund and, and, anything that I could ever do or our shows. And, and I know, you know, the outdoor shows the same way, just, uh, but I, I, I just want to send my thanks out to all the folks who donated yesterday. And, uh, I think, uh, Matt, they, they almost $250,000. They were trying to raise one, one fifty. That's That's, that's unbelievable, man. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Thank you. I just, I just wanted to throw that out there. So anyway, let's go talk to Captain Scott Shake. Scotty. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast <laughs> with Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Ricky Papar, and me, Captain Scott Shank. How to get that in? You know, I hate. Uh, okay. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to, you got, you got to stay in, stay in practice. I got to stay in. It just, it'll fall apart if I don't. You yeah, know, I know because you know we we all we all missed last week because it was Thanksgiving. We did. Yeah. Everybody have a good turkey day. Ah, oh, I did. I mean, come on. It's it you know day. it's. And, and, yeah. Unless, unless, unless you get into an argument with Uncle Larry about politics, Thanksgiving's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thanksgiving's yeah. Thanksgiving's fun, man. You know, there's oh, no yeah. pressure about buying presents or you know, Thanksgiving's just a a feast. Watch football. I mean, family. You know what I mean? It's good. Yeah. I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. Me okay. Too. Let me ask you both this: Do you like? Dinner the first time around, or is it always better the second time around? I'm a first time guy. I'm a first time guy too, but I'll tell guy. you this: okay, I like I, the second time around. Man, I, 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 I am, I am not sick of turkey. I'm sorry, I'm not. I, I love turkey no. sandwiches. I love turkey I soup. I, there's so many things that I, yep. I and, and, and 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 I. Carrie's like, you know what? All we got. I'm like, I don't care. Give me the collard greens and the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the turkey the next day and the day after that. Yep. And I don't. And, and thank God the pecan pie is gone. Yeah, because, I can't do that anymore. I wish I could. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, we didn't. We didn't have any kids there this year. So wow, I was in charge wow. of the pecan pie. <laughs> oh my goodness, Scotty! Oh, give me give, give me a fishing report, man. Yep. I, I, I talked to you earlier, and, and, and yep. my goodness, I, I, I've had some really slow days in the woods. I probably should have been on the water. We, oh we want to hear about I these mean, cart days before yeah, you cart lose days. your voice. We want cart days. Yeah, cart days. Yeah, we have cart days. Intro by bite. We have cart days. Um, 
feel like a hero, but yeah. Um, uh, I had, one day I had 14 sheep heads, another day I had 11. I had seven or eight drum to go with them, six or eight whiteys to go with them, wow. handful of legal redfish. Yeah, a couple yeah. retails. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was Sunday and Monday, and those were the two prettier days that we had. Um, of course, guys, I'm not there with you tonight. I. I woke up Friday morning and it felt like razor blades. So I don't know what the heck I got going on, but I got a bad cough. So I just didn't want to be around y'all tonight. I didn't want and, you around uh, us. <laughs> weather was just crap. I mean, weather weather right there around Thanksgiving was kind of crappy. You know, it was cold. Right. It drizzled Wind. a little bit. You know, and of course you got people in town from. You know, they, they they look forward to it. You can't. You know, you give them the option. You, you know, do you want to or not? It's going to be cold as hell. Do you want to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's go. So, anyhow, I got something. I got a cold. So, anyhow, um, the trout fishing, um, again, dirty boxers. Oh, God, the white ones, the green ones. It don't matter what you throw. Once you got into a school of trout, because there was a lot of days uh, earlier in the week where the wind was just howling out of the north, northwest, and oh. you just had to get where you could get on that hot water because the tide was extremely high. And basically, all, that's all we did was trout fish, either throwing them on a on a on a quarter ounce dig head or putting them under a popping cork, and you know throwing them that way, you know, like they do on the west coast. Um, I did catch something. Well, I caught two things actually that was surprising me. I got one hell of a triple tail on nice. Friday, and it was about twelve pounds. It was like twenty seven inches long, twenty eight inches long. It was a good. Fish. That was that was a great triple tail. And, 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 and you know what? Obviously, I from the picture, I knew exactly where you were. Yep. And and do you know that the biggest triple tail I've ever caught, which was 17 pounds, was at that green marker right there where you were? Really? Yeah. I dropped – it was springtime and dropped a uh, – I have <laughs> no idea why I did this. Uh, it was a slack tide, and – we were fishing a bank, and I said, you know what, let's go over there and throw a mullet and a jig head down this marker. And went over there and dropped it down, and I mean, it went boop, and guy was fighting it and fighting it. And when it came up, the, the first thing I thought, because the water was dirty, and I saw how flat it was, I thought it was a giant flounder. And then when okay. he got it up and I netted it, it was a 17-pound triple tail. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a big right, triple well, tail. Well, here was my man. fight, because where we were at, and you do know it, there's a lot of little baby sea turtles running around there, okay? Yeah. And the, I heard the guy hook up. I was kind of dealing with his two boys. And I heard the rod go off. And he's just reeling like, and the fish came right to the boat, stayed under the boat, and just did real tight circles. You know, like like like, the, like you snag a turtle and they'll with that one flipper and go around. And I was going, damn, that's a weird fight. I'm not even getting the net yet. But all of a sudden, you know, it pops up, and the water's real dirty up there. And I went, oh, my God. I started screaming, you know, stop, no real, no real. You know, <laughs> that's why you lost your voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the start of it. But, uh, and it was, a, it was a triple tail. And so I leave that spot, and I go down south, Kevin, and I catch, like, a 17, 18-inch snook on a popping cork down wow. in East Creek. That's a good day. And the, water's, and the water's 61 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of odd things being caught this week, I I brought my boat to you know the big boys play toys does work for me on on my boat because I have the Honda engines, and uh, I live right there too. And the, one of the guys that works in there told me that he caught a twenty one inch mutton snapper 
inside the Matanzas Inlet this week. Yep. No kidding. Yep. Unbelievable. I mean, there's no doubt. Wow. Me and Zach Simmons called him last year. <laughs> that's that's the awesome. Line. Okay. I never heard of that. Yep. Nope. And uh, you asked Zach, him and I have the same. I got one that morning, well, an hour earlier, and it was like 19 and a half inches. And I said, Zach, you wouldn't believe it. But anyhow, about 45 minutes, an hour later, Zach calls me three docks south of me. He goes, dude, you never believe what I just caught. I said, what? He said, like a 19-inch mutt. I went, no, what? So anyhow, All right, prepared to fish back in the Scott, dock. Be- before we let you go, uh, Larry from Twig County called, and he's going to be in Ponte Vedra uh, this week, and he wants to do some surf fishing. And looking at the weather forecast, first off, it looks like it's going to be perfect for oh surf fishing. God. And then, and then the the whiting reports um, have you know you 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 just talked about whiting, but the whiting reports have been fantastic. So yeah, I, I, the pump if, of the bite slowed down. Not saying you're not going to catch a few of them, but um, like I was catching them by accident on jig heads, you know, fishing for the sheephead and the drum. Yep, and uh, those good fish too. I mean, really, really nice fish. Um, so yeah, fresh dead okay. shrimp, live shrimp, small ones, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. We're gonna let you go. We got to get Chip in here real quick before we take a break. Bye, guys. Thank y'all. Uh, See you next week. Uh, See you, Scotty. Buddy. Get yep. better, bud. Yep. Drink some Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chip. What's up, guys? What's hey, up, buddy? Chip? Just got done with the uh, just slipped out of the captain's meeting from the flounder pounder for Saturday. All right. So, so what's the turnout look like? Uh, it looked good. I mean, we were both. 33 and we were there early so it looks like i'm not sure but it was packed so that's it looks great like it's gonna be really good so and there's been some good flounder caught this week um saw a picture one that was 30 inches one that was or 31 inches Ooh. one that was 29 and a half oh my gosh uh, yeah i haven't ever seen so one that big 30 inches chip what's that fish weigh i have no idea i i would say as well it's got to be over 10 yeah, you it's know, around ten. 10. But um, I didn't actually get weights on them. They were just measured out fish. Oh, yeah, so, well, um, because they had to throw them back. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Well, actually, the one I think was caught yesterday that was 31 okay. and a half, or, or 31 inches, rather. Okay, so, so if I'm pre-fishing and I catch a 31, he's going back. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I, I'm sorry, but he's. Yeah, I, I know where I'm going to be the next day, you know? I mean, yeah. so, yeah. Gotcha. So it's it's funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna concentrate in the uh, intercoastal this year. Um, I'm looking back through the books. Um, this time of year, I usually catch them on grass lines and creek mouths, and you know, and not you know, it, you got to keep pounding banks because you're not gonna just go to a spot and just target flounder, you know. But you'll pick them up here and there. But if you find one, there's usually more, and uh, it'll it'll be a fun tournament. Um, you know, I'm gonna throw the curly tail, the, the dirty boxer from fish bites and throw yep. the uh throw some mud minnows there's some great mud minnows around now so it's and you know i did a double on last friday and i i went through scotty numbers on shrimp holy cow Tw- <laughs> 24 dozen shrimp on two trips total oh my word like, and used all of them ran out i was going straight fish bites after wow. that i mean it was crazy you know and we caught tons of tons of trout and it was weird kevin because we were catching Speckled trout on the in, on the the low incoming water, and when the tide got high, the yellow mouse moved in with a vengeance. I mean, it was crazy. 
you know, um, it's, I haven't seen that many yellow mouse and all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, that one's fighting a little bit harder. And then we pull it up. I was like, Oh, yellow mouth and another yellow mouth, another yellow mouth, you know? And so, so, so that Chip, always, that, that's, that's further North around Jacksonville, correct? No, that was actually up in the Valley. Um, so yeah, I guess you'd say up towards Jacksonville, but it was still in Ponte Vedra. Um, but then when you get up towards JTB, there's been a ton of yellow mouse up there. Okay. So more than more, more than I saw the speckled trout. So I mean, when you you know when you have two trips, you don't want to fish the same water. Right. So I was I was running and gunning and, and hitting different spots, but tons of small reds. You know, didn't catch a whole lot of black drum. Corey Sparks did real well on the black drum, and you know he caught a ton of fish too. And Leon did as well. Obviously, he gave his report. Leon's been on a good bite. And, I mean, it's nice because the water's cleaned up. It's gotten cold again, you know, and the water yeah. temperature's dropped so much that the fish want to eat now, you know. So it's it's fun. I mean, well, you know, you know it's what? a little brisk sometimes. Yeah, right? that's okay. It, it, at least it makes you feel like the fishery's healthy, Chip, Ricky. You know what Absolutely. I mean? What, what, what we were all going through in, in the springtime scared me to death, man. I mean, Oh, yeah. Nobody was catching anything. I mean, it was that was the weirdest. What I mean, two three months stretch, Chip, where we just weren't catching anything, nothing, you know, except for and, catfish. You know? Yeah, catfish <laughs> and stingrays. Seriously, that's. Yeah. I mean, I I I I really don't want to go through that again. That was, I mean, you know, to have people on your boat uh, for 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 that many weeks. You know, and 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 I knew it wasn't just me because I I was talking to everybody and everybody was. Just completely struggling, and now it's completely the opposite. You know, it's what's yeah. It makes you wonder where they go. You know, what? Are they, you know, where were they? They were here. I don't know. Why weren't they? That, you know, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So uh, Thursday night. So flounder pounders on Saturday. Yep. Saturday morning. Um, it's gonna be fun to have four lady anglers on the boat, which will be a lot of fun. I'm chartered for the tournament, and. Oh, Bryce has the guys, and I have the girls, and you know it'll right. be fun. I like te- I like teaching. So yeah, they're. Hey, by the way, yeah. uh, before I let you go, they're not from Telford County, are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the inside. Yeah. Trip. All right. Yeah. All right, Candyman. Big candy. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, by the way, All you right. are a you are a great deer dragger. Yes. Yep. I'm yep. happy for you, Kevin. Good job. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'll I'll talk talk to you soon. All right, buddy. See you. See you, Chip. Uh, We got one more small segment to go right here on the Bo Southwest Go Fishing Forecast with me and Captain Ricky Papour. When we come back, uh, real quick, we're going to do a weather update because it looks like it's going to be really pretty on the water. We'll be right back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power and Tire Outlet on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Bo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting with Captain Ricky Papour. Uh, real quick on your forecast, marine forecast. Tonight, southwest winds 5 to 10, becoming west 10 to 15 after midnight. And now this is this is to tw- out to 20 nautical miles. Um, so Saturday, west winds 5 to 10, becoming south in the afternoon 1 to 2. Sunday, southwest winds five knots, uh, becoming east five. I mean, my gosh, Sunday, Sunday looks beautiful. But let's, don't you think that most people that go offshore this time of year are going to 
hundred at least one hundred twenty. I do. Yes. What yeah. else would you do? Other than yeah, exactly. That's 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 a great point. What I mean, unless you want to go catch some little snaps or something, just to bend a rod, waiting, you know, waiting on the beach, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Twenty to sixty nautical miles. So let's just go tomorrow. Northwest winds ten to fifteen, diminishing to five to ten in the afternoon. So little snotty in the morning, but it looks like it's going to be a beautiful ride home. You yeah. know, it's going to it's going to calm down all day. Uh, Saturday, west winds five to ten, becoming southwest in the afternoon. Wow, sees two feet. Saturday looks amazing. Yep. Uh, Sunday, uh, south winds 5 to 10, becoming east in the afternoon, sees 2 to 3 feet. Really good weekend to yep. offshore fish. And something else we didn't talk about earlier, yes. the tuna fish has been on fire. Has it really? The, the blackfin bite has been hot. Okay. Uh, uh, wahoo, yay, nay. Yeah, yeah, no. Still slow. <laughs> A slow on the wahoo. There's been but, some caught. Okay. Uh, cedar plugs uh. for the tuna. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been a part of that. Okay, but right. I, I've been hearing other just just reports. the reports that you've had. Okay, yeah. I was just just curious because I don't get out. I mean, but you know, all those guys always talk about they put that cedar plug way back there for the tunas. Oh, yeah. You know, whenever they're 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 trolling. But it it sounds like um, hundred foot and out has been been really good. You know, around that hundred foot area. Yeah. But been been plenty of cobia. You yep. know, and then and then outside of that, I mean, you guys had a. An awesome day yesterday on muttons on beeliners. So. The current the current picked up, so I don't know what that's going to be like tomorrow. But uh, you always have to deal with that out there, don't you? Oh yeah, you know, and it's different everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's like I don't, I don't know, I haven't learned yet how you find the, the the spots where there's less and more current. I mean, you can see it when you pull up, but right. without going and physically checking it, I yeah, haven't really. Yeah. Just real quick, yesterday, how much lead did you have to use to get down? Sixteen ounces, but it wasn't holding. It wasn't holding. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Captain Ricky Papour, thanks, buddy. Matt, appreciate it, bud. You always do a great job. Folks, remember um, the Nimnik Outdoor Show, Saturday morning, myself, Logaman, and Captain Kirk will all be there, which is kind of a rarity this time of year. Somebody's always always somewhere. Y'all have a great weekend of fishing. See ya. See ya.